Good evening, everybody. This is uh, Darius Asemi with uh, GVR Unfiltered. Welcome to another episode on this rainy uh, Tuesday evening. Again, coming to you live from uh, Fresno, California. Um, tonight, we have our special returning special guest, Leon Orndorff, um, ex-Marine, who runs the most giant uh, gun store and I think in the United States, uh, I, I, I think I've heard it's bigger than Costco, but I mean, the size of the Costco, but he'll tell us, I'm not hundred percent sure I may be off a little bit. He'll tell us what size uh, shop he is when, when we get to that. And he, he's going to talk about second amendment rights and the new bill that was just introduced uh, to the state legislator by Senator uh, Portantino. And we'll talk about that in detail. Leon has got a lot of information on U.S. Constitution, constitutionality of his bill, and and everything else that's got to do with with uh, guns. Okay, uh, let's uh, dive in. Uh, slide three. Let's put that up real quick. There's a poll we did on uh, do you do you back a proposed California that law that would make solar power affordable again? <clears throat> I'm inter I'm I'm interested that the 14% said no opinion. And this should be 100%, yes. But anyhow, we've got 85% of folks uh, in Central California area saying, yes, please make solar more affordable for housing. Let's jump to the next one. You support a proposed California law requiring annual registration and a fee for every gun you own. That's a, that's a topic that's going to come up in a few minutes with Leon. But the poll said 78% no. This is another infringement on my Second Amendment rights. Um, we'll discuss that in further detail here in a few minutes with Leon. Where do you stand on Measure E? Uh, do you guys know what Measure E is? It's a sales tax. What is that? Quarter percent. No, I, I may have the number. What is it? A, a, a point? I'm not going to even gonna go there. But it raises $1.4 billion for Fresno State um, programs and facilities. Uh, so do you, uh, do you support Measure E? or not. Yes, on Measure E, we support it. Fresno State needs money, 24%. 76% of you said no. We're not going to pay more tax for uh, more sales tax, uh, higher sales tax to support Fresno State. Fresno State already gets, should get the, all the money from the state of California. And that's why we pay property and sales and income tax to our beloved state of California. And those numbers usually go up, especially for folks that make over 100 grand. Um, more rain, snow, and sun in the latest Fresno Sierra forecast. Uh, great article by Bill McEwen. Get a chance to take a look at it for more details and what, what the weather looks like the next few days. Now, let's put up the, the amount of rainfall. So, wet year so far. We've had lots of storms. However, Fresno, season to date, is 6.16 inches. Normal to date is 6.67. So we're actually still slightly behind. Uh, several other areas, uh, Merced County, Madera, Hanford, uh, these are, I'm sorry, cities, Merced, Madera, Hanford, and Bakersfield yeah. kind of fluctuate. Some are above, I mean, like in case of Merced, substantially above normal to date. So I, I guess it just depends on what part of Central California you, you live in to figure out how much uh, rain. Uh, all you're going to get. Okay. 
Caltrans is closing down parts of Highway 41. So it's going to impact those of us uh, and those of you that uh, like to make treks to Pismo. Uh, this is for several months, as long as uh, I think as, as uh, up to five months. I think they're re redoing a bridge and a couple of other uh, road road replacement and repair. Let's put slide nine up. There you go. A little bit more detail on where those are. Kings River Bridge um, and um, area is going to get, I guess, replaced. Uh, and then um, further south of that, Oil Avenue through Nevada Avenue on 41, south of um, both south of 198. Okay, local arsonist in downtown Fresno that said actually fire um, to a building, and our fire, Fresno Fire Department investigators arrested this gentleman. Let's show a brief video of what that fire looked like. But let's uh, move on. And that's the gentleman, and I shouldn't say gentleman, the arsonist, uh, Alfred Alfred Sosa 18. Um, I guess he wasn't aware that there's lots of cameras. All of us have lots of cameras all over our buildings, and you want to do something stupid, you for at least at least you're going to get caught on tape, and we're going to expose that to the whole world, like uh, is happening tonight on GB Wire and I think a few other uh, TV stations actually uh, picked this up. This was in, in downtown Fresno. Um, happened uh, over a week ago. Okay, let's move on to um, by 12. GOP, the Republican Party, is loving the Salas versus Hurtado Dem Democratic fight for David Valadeo's, who is a Republican congressional seat in the uh, Tulare area. Lots of money, I guess, being um, spent uh, by those two. Um, anyhow, so uh, further information, David Taub, read David Taub's awesome article on that uh, fight. Uh, Assemblywoman Esmeralda Saria has a bill that would exempt uh, the, the Sikh community from wearing helmets. Um, I think that was just introduced, citing, you know, religious freedom. Um, and you know, I would exempt folks, uh, turbans, uh, folks that want to wear, wear turbans or, or smaller turbans um, from using a motorcycle helmet. Helmet. So it's going to be to see what where that happens. There's a lot of big Sikh uh, population in Central California, so it'll be interesting to see uh, where that bill goes. Okay, let's move on to a national uh, uh, level item or international, I should say. <clears throat> Excuse me, Senator, U.S. Senator. Van Holen accuses Israel or Israeli government of textbook war crimes in Gaza. Let's play a brief video by um, Senator Van Holen. 
Kids in Gaza are now dying from the deliberate withholding of food. In addition to the horror of that news, one other thing is true. That is a war crime. It is a textbook war crime. And that makes those who orchestrate it war criminals. So now the question is, what will the United States do? What will we do? What will President Biden do? President Biden must take action in response to what is happening. First and foremost, the president must demand that the Netanyahu government immediately allow more food and water and other life-saving supplies into Gaza and make sure it reaches the children and other people who are starving, including in the North. A few weeks ago, 25 senators wrote to the president a letter outlining some of those steps. To my knowledge, none of those five steps have been implemented by the Netanyahu government. Tell me how it's not the case that Prime Minister Netanyahu is not restricting directly or indirectly the transport or delivery of United States humanitarian assistance when we have the humanitarian horror show that I just mentioned. Well, I haven't gotten an answer to the question I posed about three weeks ago. And the answer, Madam President, is there is no good answer to that question. Thank you for showing that uh, video by Senator uh, Van Hollen <clears throat> uh, accusing Israel, Israeli government of, uh, of textbook war crimes in Gaza. Okay, from that, let's come back to Fresno County. Coalinga Council opposes uh, Fresno sales tax, Fresno state sales tax increase, or should Fresno, Fresno state tax increase, which is uh, that benefits Fresno state. It, and by saying, council said it would take money out of small towns to the benefit of, um, of Fresno state. And the question is, you know, what, what percentage of students that go to Fresno State come outside of Fresno County? And that number, I believe, is over 40%. Uh, they, you know, live in other counties where they, you know, haven't and won't be paying sales tax uh, increase to help, uh, you know, take care of the refurbishing Fresno State uh, buildings and also uh, coming up with uh, more funding for some of the, for some of the uh, programs that Fresno State has. Okay, uh, next couple items before we dive into the Second Amendment. New Assembly bill would restore solar power reimbursements to homeowners. And Nancy Price did a great article, a great write-up on this article on, you know, so, uh, solar power credits. What, how much of that credit are you going to get? What, at what price will you get the credit? Uh, this was a big. Uh, uproar when this went into effect mid-April of, la of, of last year uh, quickly. So take a look at that article. And uh, here we go. California lawmaker wants gun owners to register firearms, pay a fee every year. First, let's put up um, who the author of this bill is. There we go. Okay. Senator Anthony uh, Portantino from Burbank, 
a Democrat from Burbank, introduced this legislation. Senate Bill 1160 requires every firearm to be registered yearly with a fee paid by the owner. <clears throat> uh, uh, Burbank, that must be, that's outside of LA area. Let's take a look at that. And we'll bring that um, image back for those of you that want to write or call his office. So Los Angeles area, Santa Clarita, you know, just north of LA, El Monte, north, north of Pomona. Uh, so a lot of the forest area. And there we go, that's Senator Portantino. We'll, we'll have this on just throughout the remainder of this show. So let me uh, turn uh, the question to Leon Orndoff, uh, owner of um, uh, Duck and Cover Tactical Gun Shop. There's Leon, good evening, and welcome back to the show. Thank okay. you, sir, thank you. Okay, so t tell us what you know about this bill and how does, and does it, would it work? Does it impact, how does it impact um, the local gun shops, uh, gun, uh, law-abiding gun owners, or gun owners, I should say, in general, about actually law-abiding. Those of us that have purchased, those folks that have purchased laws have gone through the system, registered their guns with the state of California, waited the timeline that it takes to get pre-approved and background check done. So everybody in California has got to go through that. I don't know when that started, 20, 30 years ago, or maybe you know, some, uh, some time like that. But t tell us about this law, and you sounds like you've done a lot of research on is it constitutional, uh, and, and what, what uh, if anything, does it make sense or not? Well, to start out, well, to start out, no, it doesn't make sense uh, whatsoever, and it is extremely un unconstitutional, especially for Second Amendment, and it's federally wrong as well, too. And I'll get into that in a second here. So um, basically what this law is, this is uh, Senate Bill 1160, and uh, what it is, it's they're calling it like a car registration uh, of your firearms, but it's not a registration according to them. No, 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 absolutely not. We don't want that information. It's not a registration. It's just a annual tax or registration as they put it. Um, I wanna break this down shotgun style for you. And where I wanna start with it saying that it's federally wrong is the Firearm Owner Protection Act of 1986. And this was signed in by uh, President Reagan. Uh, let me just kind of, there's good stuff in there. There's bad stuff in there. Let's read the part that actually applies to this right now, uh, SB 1160. And that's no such rule or regulation prescribed thereafter the date of enactment of the Firearms Owners Protection Act may require that records required to be maintained under this chapter or any portion of the contents of such records be record, recorded, or transferred to a facility owned, managed, or controlled by the United States or any state or any political subdivision thereof, nor that any system of registration of firearms, firearms owners, or firearms transactions or dispositions be established. Okay, Starting break that there. down for us. What, 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 in a nutshell, what does that mean? Basically what that means in a nutshell is that no record shall be kept of your ownership of firearms. You do your initial background check of your dros, and it stops right there. No state agency, federal agency, or subdivision of any political uh, uh, state or anything else is allowed to keep those records. Uh, or have you re-register anything? That's a big one. Or register anything so they have those records. Of course, this also uh, doesn't count if it's uh, like criminal charges or something or impeding an investigation. 
So they can pull those records if there's something uh, criminal going on. Aside from that, no registration whatsoever after that. You do your drugs, you do your background check. Department of State, federal can't hold any of that. Again, that's the Firearm Owner Protection Act of 1986. Let's read the, and the biggest part to take from there is no firearm registration, okay? Let's read the first part of SB 1160. This bill would require every firearm in the state, except those specifically exempt, to be annually registered with the department, department being Department of Justice. We just read from the Firearm, firearm Owners Protection Act that that is not legal, that is not valid to do that. It's not only unconstitutional, but it's federally wrong. And they're saying it's a registration on the first line of SB uh, 1160. Wow. We, we can continually read uh, SB 1160, but let's just keep it short and sweet. Basically, every year you're going to pay a fee, and uh, they are allowed to adjust it as they see fit. Uh, you could see this in several of the bills there, or several of the writing of the uh, SB 1160, the Senate bill. Okay. So what about the folks that don't have, you know, bought guns without regi registering them? And they, just, they just went and, I don't know, bought it off of a buddy or got yeah. it over the border, no serial number, you know, paid 50 Real bucks. What, what happens to those folks? Nothing. Just like most of these laws does not, it does not affect the criminal element, the people concealing things or anything else like that. Uh, let's say you have a rifle that your grandfather passed down to you. OK, if you don't say anything about it and you get caught with it, well, there's uh, repercussions for that in this bill. Basically, if you are in possession of it, if it is known that you have a firearm, uh, check this out. Uh, you're going to get in trouble with it. You're going to get fined. You, you could fight, face other legal trouble as well, too, um, and not pay these fines or fees. Now, I don't know if they're going to give you a tag per gun. And maybe if you're shooting at the gun range or something like that, they ask to see the tag for it. But if you don't say anything or if it's uh unmarked guns or 80 percenters or uh weapons that came over the border there's no way of tracking it whatsoever so this is mainly for folks that have registered their guns already one time paid their fee gone through a background check law-abiding yep. citizens uh that that at least for the, and the purchase of the gun now they got to go re-register, pay a fee. Does it say where the money goes? Does the money go to yes. to the Department of Justice? Does it go to some politicians' uh, program on gun safety? Uh, does, does it say that yet or no? It, no, it does say exactly where it goes. Uh, let me see. Shall not use any records because I do have it in my notes on where the money goes. Uh, and basically uh, where that money goes, it goes well, right back to the department to that d specific division to stay running. Uh, and that let me, is... while, you, while you're looking that up, let me tell the audience, and if you can put this screen up, Lisa Smithcamp will be on next Tuesday night to discuss the, her program with a bunch of, that, that she's working with a few other district attorneys on Proposition 47. And we talk about California con legislator continuing you know, to infringe upon at least Second Amendment rights, not infringe upon, but, you know, trying to restrict those uh, or regulate those, I should say. Uh, and then Lisa Smithcamp, our district attorney, Fresno County, is putting to, working on an initiative to, uh, I don't want to say redo, but maybe revise Prop 47. If you're interested in that, 
Tune in next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Okay, let's go back to Leon. Um, so the, the money will go into the fund, a Department of Justice fund, not necessarily the legislative fund. It would go straight. Uh, I'll read it as it's written, but it goes ba basically back to that department collecting registration. So they have a fee adjustment little clause in here. How this is written, um, the whole bill is basically a way to siphon money, in my opinion, and put it to certain things. As it reads in the law or SB uh, 1160, the department shall establish and collect the original annual renewal fees for the firearm registration required by this division. These fees shall not exceed the amount necessary to cover the cost incurred in the administration of enforcement of this division. The department shall annually adjust these fees as necessary. In other words, what does that say? All the money collected goes to that division so it can run. They decide they need more money. Yes, they need more money. This is the same thing that happened with the DROS fee, the deal record of sale that you do initially. Started, I think, about $10 to register your firearm when you initially bought a firearm. Now it's creeped all the way up to $37.19 every time. And and we know that uh, most government fees, where they start has nothing to do with where they end. And typically they don't go away. Occasionally government uh, introduces temporary fee hikes or temporary tax hikes like uh, Prop 55 did back in, gosh, 2011. And then mm -hmm. it eventually became, uh, instead of five years, became 10. And I think now it's permanent or close to being permanent. So typically tax hikes or fee hikes do not go away. I think the only person, if I remember correctly, in recent history that actually rolled back fees was Governor Schwarzenegger. And that's was part of the recall of the gov uh, Democratic Governor Davis that had increased DMV fees substantially. It was a revolt. People were upset. And Schwarzenegger ran on you know, that recall um, program recall Governor Davis that had just gone reelected um, and put the Governor Schwartz, Schwartz, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in the office of governor. Um, there we go. Uh, we have a lot of that, a lot of the information on the bill. Um, annual fee based on program cost. So anyhow. And so, again, I, this is just another way for the for, like I said, Department of Justice, California, whoever it may be, as a way to turn in your firearms or take your firearms away. Here's their answer if you don't pay those registration fees. It's the person choosing not to register a firearm. They may surrender the firearm to a local law enforcement agency or the punishment. If you do neither one of those is commencing on July 1st, 2025. Any person who owns, possesses or has custody or control over any firearm has says nothing to do with if it's registered to you or not any firearm is subject to a registration constraint of the division that is not currently registered is guilty of an infraction punishable by a fine of one thousand dollars now whether that's per gun or uh the lot of it i don't know you know what that's an interesting gabe ortiz has a comment that criminals don't buy their guns from legal gun stores only law-abiding citizens will pay this fee. Uh, ridiculous. And Inga, Inga Schlegel comment, another government agency. It, it's part, I heard part of the fine, or as part of the punishment is deportation. They're going to deport you out of California. I, I'm kind of okay. And, and send you to some other, <laughs> send you to some other third world country or fourth world, or maybe 
They send you into space. I don't know. I don't know. Is deportation part of the program? You know? No, no. I. Uh, You're not going to deport people that don't pay the fee. No, I haven't. It doesn't I say that. That no, no. I mean, not. I guess if you're born here or you're U.S. citizen, they're gonna deport you back to maybe another state, maybe Washington yeah. D.C. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, that's even worse. <laughs> okay, that was a joke, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Robert Asbury comments: Driving is a privilege and not a right, as they always like to say. So driving, I guess, is uh, for DMV registration. That's not a right; it's a privilege. That's correct. Uh, but uh, the, I guess the Constitution didn't talk about cars back in 1776. Darn. No, no, um, it doesn't. Okay. Te uh, Gabe Ortiz, Texas looking better every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, let's put some of the images. Uh, uh, first of all, I, you didn't answer my question, and we're going to put image 21 up. Is your store bigger than Costco? No, it is not. I okay. wish it was. It is not. It is a friendly uh, neighborhood gun shop. We we got a good little size showroom here with a lot of fun stuff in there that you can kind of see in the background. Um, but like I said, we're just we're mom and pop. We want you to come in. We want to treat you right. Okay, perfect. Uh, I don't know. We have a couple other slides, twenty two and twenty three, but they're kind of unrelated. But let's put twenty two up. And uh, um. Yeah, there was 22 guns and ammo, 24, and I think that's the last of our slides. And uh, unless there are any other questions or comments, I think we're done with this um, quick episode. Let's put uh, Leon's website back on the page. And by the way, we're going to ask uh, Lisa Smithcamp about this uh, next week. I may, you may need to come back again if you have time next Tuesday. Yeah, oh, no problem. Okay. Like I said, the funniest part of this, they're selling it as not a gun registration. But several times throughout this uh, Senate bill, it mentions the word registration. And again, it does go against that uh, Firearm Owner Protection Act of 1986. So okay. this is the stuff that California is sneaking in that we just got to watch for, man. This is, this is horrible. There you go. And uh, There's no other questions or comments on Facebook Live. I'll give it another, another 10 seconds. And if it's not, we're going to wrap this up. On this rainy Wednesday evening. Uh, oh, no, let's put Lisa Smithcamp's next week's uh, program up. And that's that tactical duck and cover, duck and cover uh, website. And this is uh, at least a rough, or I should say early promo for next Tuesday. Lisa Smithcamp will be here, our district attorney, to discuss her proposal along with several other district attorneys across Central California, at least, about redoing and revising uh, Prop 47. And for more detail and what she's up to and how that's going to impact public safety, the safety of all residents in California, our properties, our homes, what happens to people that get caught stealing from shoplifting or stealing from stores, et cetera. Tune in next Tuesday at 6 p.m. here with our uh, own Fresno County, Lisa Smithcamp. Um, there may be a couple of other district attorneys uh, joining as well. We'll update the promo on GVWire website at gvwire.com and also on social, all of our social media outlets. Until then, have a great week. It's going to be a, a little wet on and off, uh, and we'll see you all next Tuesday night. Have a great evening. Take care.